Hello and welcome back. It's been a long week. I've just completed my first week of 100% like not emergency springtime virtual teaching. And I didn't like it. I'll be honest. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't see my students at all. I had a couple of Google Meet sessions for questions because, I mean, we didn't have a lot going on. Uh, this week, we're wrapping up a unit and having a test, but yeah, I saw four of my um, 100 plus students this week that, that checked in to do the little, I guess, last minute cram session for their test, and some of them didn't even hang out that long, so yeah, that interaction, that back and forth um, just wasn't there, and I'll be honest, it didn't even work that great for our online, you know, learning management system canvas because of the 85 world history students in particular. I only had about 60 of them take their like unit test, which, oh, like, like, like how long do I hold off before? I mean, I have to put something in the grade book according to like district policy. So, but a zero is going to like tank their grade, even though, I mean, yeah, grades aren't important. It doesn't really reflect who they are as a human, but yeah, that's that's awkward. Like what how how do I how do I get a hold of them? I mean there are ways for me to send messages, um and I have I have done that. Um but they're not some of them aren't responding, so I'm just kinda a little bit of a quandary here. But um there was that's my personal stuff, but then we just had the um plenty of conversations with, with fellow teachers about what are we doing next and why are we doing what we're doing and is it best and I don't know. It just it just feels like a lot of hypocrisy to me. Um and I, I don't even I'm not even saying like it's because of like evil villain twirling their mustache nefarious things. I I think sometimes more maybe it has to do with just a lack of rational thought and um or even worse I think sometimes some people have come to a conclusion and they are only hearing, seeing what they want, and they just kind of hand wave away any other information. And well, just let me give an example. So back on Friday the 13th, our district announced that they were going, we're going to go virtual. So this last week, next week of Thanksgiving, and then the week after. So through December 4th, no in-person meeting any grade level, K through 12, it's all being done through our various learning management systems. But it didn't take long, like Monday afternoon, before many of us realized that some extracurricular activities didn't get canceled. Some sports teams, some other activities around the sports found out they still had a game Friday night. Like, a couple of days ago Friday night, like five days into our virtual time Friday night when we're not allowed to see our students. But they were allowed to practice face-to-face -face all week uh, and then travel like two hours across the state to have their game. Uh, and other groups are allowed to practice for maybe upcoming competitions. And here's the thing. I am not trying to be like some tattletale and uh, deny them that opportunity. Like, if they want to go play, and their parents, and all of them are okay with it, have at it. But here's here's what I was seeing. And that kind of, whether this is a community thing, a parent thing, an admin thing, a teacher thing. 
every argument that was used for why we should not be meeting in person can be applied to these extracurricular activities for why they shouldn't be meeting in person. So it's like, hmm. And then I was seeing some make comments about why they should be able to finish their season or go to the competition. And I'll, I'll be saying, I'll say every argument that they made for why these sports and activities should be able to compete and meet is an argument for every other student too. Like, for example, I saw many parents online posting, basically, if you don't like it, you don't have to send your kid to play. My kid needs um, the social time. They would go They would go nuts sitting at home. They need to be with their friends. Uh, life is more than just, you know, all those arguments. And I'm over here thinking, that applies to the rest of our school building too. That That need for social interaction. It's like, so are you saying our other activities don't deserve that? Or even our students who don't have any, they don't do any extracurricular activities, but they get it, they get the social aspect through their classes or at lunch. Um, and now little freshmen and sophomores who don't have cars are just kind of stuck at home doing their thing. So that's the thing that gets me. Every argument for why we need to be not doing in-person classes is the same argument for why we shouldn't be having these extracurricular, specific extracurricular activities. Because not all of them are allowed to meet. Some of them have been flat out told you can't meet, which doesn't make sense to me. And every argument for why they should be allowed to meet because of like the holistic approach to a child and like the social aspect and the emotional and the mental support just as much as, um, you know, academics at school and the competition those are the same arguments for why our other programs should be meeting. Those are the same arguments for why all of our students should be back in class. So, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't know what to do with that thought process. Because I'm basically, yeah, I, I either I'm basically calling out these people as either nefarious villains who just want what they want, who are making these double standards, or they're just flat out, like, they're hypocrites. Or they're just succumbing to the animal nature of their thought process instead of, like, the human reason that we've been gifted with. Because right now, it just seems like rules for me, but not for thee, you know? Like, you, you have a set of rules, and they have a set of rules, and don't ask questions. But we are literally raising a generation of kids who are going to be asking questions. Because they may not they may doubt themselves right now because they've been trained so long that authority is always right. But these students, even in the last month or so, they were starting to peek behind the curtain and see that there is no Wizard of Oz. You remember that scene? Big and mighty and scary Wizard of Oz, and you pull back the curtain and it was just a dude pulling levers making sound and smoke to frighten Dorothy. And I'm wondering, some of our students are already seen through that. And I'm wondering where this is going to lead and the unintended consequences of trying to tell people that they're constantly facing the worst thing ever in their life. And then they look around and going like, it doesn't feel like the worst thing ever. Actually, I feel kind of fine. And maybe these people don't know what they're talking about. That's, that's, a fallout I'm curious to see on like a, the sociology side of my brain. Yeah. So, like I said, it was a busy week. Um, 
we don't actually have classes this week and our district takes off for the entire Thanksgiving week. So I don't know. I may not record one next weekend. I may wait a couple weeks, see how things are going. I don't know. We'll see. So I guess in that case, have a Thanksgiving and as always, have a day.